People, 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 good morning, good morning, good morning, guys, you already know who it is, Arsenio Buck reporting live from Bangkok. Guys, welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show, I'm so happy to be back. Uh, I do, you know what, why is the gauge going up so much? That's so weird. Okay, whatever, I'm not even gonna look at this. Okay, so... Uh, I don't know why the gauge is going up. Anyway, so guys, first and foremost, thank you so much to my folks out there. Where else? In Boston, Massachusetts. I saw that the plays went, it just skyrocketed yesterday, and it just seemed like it was like, it wasn't like an explosion like I've, I've told you guys about in terms of one individual, like, you know, basically downloading all my episodes, but it was a continuous it was just for the last 24 hours, and then, of course, it was Long Beach and so many other places, man. Guys, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. So wonderful knowing that my voice is being heard. You know what I mean? Anyways, guys, man, we got videos coming. We got a lot of different things go- uh, coming, and you know what? I'm going to tell you some things that have helped me. Um, this could be a possible video, too. I might update it. Yeah, it just all depends. So if you guys tune into, of course, my blog, thearseniobuckshow.com, you guys will see uh, it. You guys will basically see it in written form as always. But this one right here, man, I think I might be making into a video. Maybe, just maybe. Not exactly sure yet. I'm still contemplating. But regardless, basically, this is what happened. I think, uh, what was it? It had to be on a Sunday afternoon. God, I can't remember. But you know what? I was on the BTS, right? And I was listening to this YouTube channel by the name of Valuetainment. Okay, basically for entrepreneurs, and he talks a lot about making money, all this crazy stuff, but he does give a lot of useful information, I do like it, and he was talking about the morning rituals of successful people, such as what the tribe of mentors is in terms of uh, Tim Ferriss' latest book, and he was talking about, uh, he wasn't talking about Napoleon Hill, but I was reading Napoleon Hill in terms of the cooperation, so this is about Napoleon Hill's cooperation, But then within this chapter, he started talking about his body and his morning routine. And then he mentioned one specific morning routine that got my eye. So I'm going to go over his morning routine, right? Because I've talked about mine so many times. And I know it's it's just getting redundant. So first, this is what Napoleon Hill used to do. Sorry, not right now, but used to do. Of course, this guy lived 100 years ago, right? So basically, he would wake up, he would drink a cup of hot water. When he first, you know, basically when he first got up. Uh, And this is before he had breakfast. Right? So second, his breakfast always consisted of rolls of wheat, bran, okay? It could be cereal, depending on what it is. Maybe it was bran cereal. uh, Fruit, soft-boiled eggs for the protein, and a cup of coffee for the caffeine. Right? Now, of course, is caffeine bad for you? No, okay? There's no such thing as addiction. Of course, coffee is right from the planet, et cetera, et cetera, depending on what kind of preservatives they put into it. Hell, my caffeine is basically a pre-workout, and luckily, these pre-workouts are all tested and whatnot, so I take this before I work out in the morning, if I do work out and whatnot, so this is what Napoleon Hill does. Now, for lunch, of course, he eats vegetables, most of any kind, whole wheat bread, Although whole wheat bread, I mean, that's carbs. And if you're sitting down at a desk, you could get a little bit tired. So I wouldn't recommend that. I would just recommend some protein and you know what? Some veggies, man. And luckily, see, I have, and this is the great part about Thailand that I might miss, depending on what happens. Uh, Yeah, there's a lot of things happening. I'll tell you guys that next time. Uh, But what is it? That's the beauty of working in a shopping plaza. Whereas I could go down three floors and there are fresh vegetables right there. 
I could get some, br- I could get brown rice over here. I could get this and that. It's all for like one and two dollars. You know what I mean? Now, of course, a lot of you who do not have the luxury of live, you know, working in a big shopping plaza. Of course, if I do make a massive change to Central or South America, it's going to change. It's going to change big time. And when it does, Oh, I'm just going to have to acclimate because that means in the morning I'm going to have to create everything. So I'm going to have to put a massive routine into the routine I already have. So, again, we'll just see what happens. I just don't know what's happening right now, but I'm just living in daytime compartments. So that's what he would do. Whole wheat bread and a glass of buttermilk. That was very interesting. When I saw that, I was like, a glass of buttermilk? Hell, I don't even know what that tastes like. I know buttermilk ice cream. So then, of course, we get into supper, also known as dinner. He would always get a well-cooked steak once or twice a week, vegetables, especially lettuce and coffee. Now, I don't know who the hell drinks coffee for dinner. Uh, By all means, if you guys are coffee drinkers, uh, by all means. But be very careful and weary of your teeth because, of course, staining does happen. So if you're going to drink coffee, hurry up and have a toothbrush right next to you so you just don't have, you know, you don't develop halitosis, which is basically a condition of bad breath and etc etc i've seen a lot of staining that's why uh big coffee drinkers back when i was a dental assistant i'd be like ew you got brown all over your teeth (laughs) so anyways just be weary of that third he walks an average of 10 miles a day so he would walk five miles into the country and five miles back now of course for a lot of you living in a sweltering climate okay i got my indians out there if you walk for five miles in india you will die of uh of uh consumption of pollution uh, it just all depends. I'm not going to walk five miles in Thailand because I'd be completely drenched. Now, I do run, okay, but I have to be very careful with that, too, because sometimes I wear the wrong shoes. But he walks five miles in, five, or well, he walked five miles in and five miles back. And he would use that as a period of meditation, which is very odd because I thought meditation required you being in a very relaxed state. Uh, and of course you can use it as thought too. So when I am commuting guys, I always like this, this specific minivan, it goes on something called a tollway. This damn freeway is like it's seven to 10 stories high in the sky. Very, very high up. I use this time to listen to inspirational videos. It could be a paradigm from Bob Proctor. It could be a little bit of Gary Vee, depending on what I'm, you know, thinking about. And I'm going to get into the, you know, what, uh, Depending on if I had a bad day or not, like yesterday, they're just people just kept saying, oh, that's not going to work. This isn't going to work. That's not going to work. You know, you should do this. And it's just I'm like, you know what? OK, that's it. Uh, I'll talk to you later on tonight. And if you do not say anything nice by then, I will block you for the remainder of the evening. And then you can develop, you know, uh, a conscious effort of delivering good information and becoming compliant tomorrow. That's how I do it. So anyways. That was yesterday. So, uh, yeah, so perhaps uh, he was talking about, you know, his health bill, you know, valuable information. He would just use this, right? There was no internet. There were no podcasts. There was nothing back then. All you had was a newspaper and literally thought, like he said. So forth, what he would do was this was really interesting. So I'm going to tell you guys, of course, what he did in his book. He said, I he I don't know what it is, but he said a straight bottom chair. He puts his back flat with most of his weight resting on the small part of his back. And with his head and his arms relaxed completely until they almost touch the floor. So basically, you're just like sitting back in a chair, right? You lean back all the way. 
okay? And then you just relax your body as much as you can. I think I've done this uh, with some of my Dale Carnegie uh, speech podcast. I'm going to have to get back into that very soon. Um, and what this does, it actually gives the nervous energy of uh, the body, the op- you know, the opportunity to balance properly. And distribute itself. And so he would do that for 10 minutes and, you know, lay in that position. (coughs) (coughs) Wow. Excuse (coughs) me. Woo. Okay. I don't know what happened. But now my joy, my voice has changed. Oh my goodness. All right. All right. I'm back. Oh my goodness, I don't know what happened. Anyway, so, woo! All right, we're all right. We're okay, we're all right. My voice is back, it's a little bit high. Pitch, maybe I I must have just inhaled something. So anyways, oh my God, welcome to my podcast. You guys are like, what the hell is going on over there? So here we go. 10 minutes in this position would relieve all signs of fatigue, right? And fifth, this was the one that actually got me. I'm gonna turn this hair on. Because maybe that's what's going on. So, the fifth part is what Tony Robbins actually does in his morning routine. And what he does, he does a cold... Well, now, Tony Robbins, of course, he does a cold plunge into cold water, right? But Napoleon Hill, he would take a hot shower bath, followed immediately by a cold shower every day. Usually in the morning when he first woke up. So, I'm guessing... He would take down, like, you know, scuffle down uh, a glass of hot water and then go from there. Um, and, of course, go into the hot shower bath and then go into a cold one after that. Now, Tony Robbins, he actually does a cold plunge into freezing cold water for one minute, holds his breath. Then he gets into a hot one. So I'm like, holy sh! I wonder if Tony Robbins actually got that morning ritual from Napoleon Hill. Regardless, you know, if, you know, and this is basically things that you can fit into your routine. And of course, Napoleon, not Napoleon Hill, but Tony Robbins actually talked about this. And he said that this actually helps in terms of if you do the cold plunge and go into some hot water, you could go deeper into meditation. And I really, really want to do that. I really, really want to do that. So we'll see what happens. But uh, anyways, I really just wanted to tell you guys about this. Um, and tell you guys about what Napoleon Hill does in his morning routine. But also, he said what he would do, he can't keep his intestines in tip-top shape, right? But he does drink a lot of water. And the most interesting, well, he did. I keep saying he does. Oh, my God. He did drink a lot of water. So, for more than 15, in the 15 minute 15, what the hell is going on? 15 year span. I need to calm my black behind down. In a 15-year span, he didn't get one headache. And so, what he did, he wrote something very interesting in the book, and I'm going to have to share it with you. So, here it is. You cannot be a person of action if you permit yourself to go without proper physical attention until auto-intoxication takes your brain and kneads it into an inoperative mass that resembles a ball of putty. Neither can you be a person of action if you eat the usual devitalized concoction called white bread, which has had all the real food value removed from it. 
and twice as much meat as in your system can digest and properly dispose of, etc., etc. That is a very interesting thing he wrote there just because, or that was a very interesting excerpt he wrote in his book because most cancer, the, the most can, I guess the most cancerous nations on the planet is from Europe. In Europe are the Europeans, no, no offense to my Europeans out there, but they eat the most meat. Just saying. He wrote that a hundred years ago. Going on to the next one. You cannot be a person of action if you run to the pill bottle every time you have. Or imagine you have an ache or pain or swallow an aspirin tablet every time your intestines call on your brain for a douchebag of water and a spoonful of salt for cleansing purposes. Drink a glass with a teaspoon of salt. And this could probably smooth out your intestines. Maybe this is what he wrote a hundred years ago. Now, of course, we have flax, we have almonds, we have a lot of different things that can relieve yourself. Most notably, of course, a lot of old people, they actually drink prune juice. I wouldn't recommend that for anyone, but yeah, I'm just saying it actually detoxes and get, you know, just smooths up and, you know, releases all the mess out of your intestines. He also wrote, you cannot be a person of action if you overeat and under exercise. He said, you cannot be a person of action if you read and patent or patent medicine booklets and begin to imagine yourself ailing with the symptoms described by the clever advertisement writer who has reached your pocketbook through the power of suggestion. You know what? Jack Black. If you guys is it Jack Black? No. My my oh my god, it's the, it's a comedian. He wears glasses, he's crazy. He's older too. He said Americans are so obsessed. You know us Americans, he would say. We are so obsessed with our health, and when we become obsessed with our health. We end up getting sick. And he says on the planes, there there are these magazines, or were these magazines. Of course, this is a stand-up comedy about 13 years ago. He said, Americans would read all these magazines about health, 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 and about people getting sick, 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 sick. And he said they end up getting sick. That's the power of suggestion. I have told you guys so many times that if, like, for example, this is what happened yesterday. Someone just kept saying, oh, well, that's not going to work. This isn't going to work. That's not going to work. And this person is a complete nervous breakdown. And I keep telling them, I'm like, listen, you are emanating so much negative energy right now through suggestion. And I'm not going to basically let that, you know, that that impression set upon my mind. Because if I do, I too will become a nervous breakdown. So from here on out, I'm blocking your messages for the next five hours. You're going to have a chance at getting yourself together tomorrow. And that's the end of it. Because I'm sick of the, oh, worry this, worry that. I'm so, what's the worst that could happen? Are you going to be killed? No. So hush it. Again, this is the power of suggestion. This is why I stay away from a lot of people. And this is why this is probably going to be a very, very long three days. Because if they can say, oh, this and that and this and that, I'm going to say get away from me and let me do my thing you know it's kind of like when you travel with people and that's the biggest problem because if you travel with people they're gonna be like i don't want to do this i don't want to do that well what about this oh my god what about this and i remember i would travel with one of the biggest snakes that i've ever uh, encountered in my life 
uh, by the name of Who Cares? Uh, and literally, from the time we stepped out of the company to the time we got back to our company, I would be in such a negative state of mind because he would sit there and bitch about every single thing. Oh my God, there are no taxes. Oh my God, there's no minivan. Oh my God, oh my God, the world's gonna end. Oh my God, shut the hell. How long have you been on this planet? You've been on this planet 20 years longer than me and you are a nervous breakdown. Stay your ass away from me. Suggestion, people. I cannot stress it enough. So I will reiterate about this enemy called worry. If you do not conquer it, it will conquer you. Worry, envy, jealousy, hatred, doubt, fear, whatever you want to call it. All of these are states of mind that are fatal to taking action. And you know what? Any of these can destroy your digestive process. And I don't, you know, and it's weird because, of course, Napoleon Hill talks about cooperation and whatnot in this specific chapter. But he went on, of course, and I've talked about this so much scattered throughout like 12 lessons. But you know what? If you continue to complain and do this and have breakdowns about what's the worst thing that could happen. Remember Dale Carnegie, how to stop worrying and start living. What's the worst that could happen? If you continue to do that, you will create stomach ulcers. Your body will fill it on every level of your being if you continue to be the doom and gloom type of human being. So, to keep myself in a positive frame of mind, I've discovered, and of course he has also written in this book, or he also had written in this book about 100 years ago in terms of gloom chaser. What is a gloom chaser? Well, you know what? How can you snap out of that negative state of mind? When I had these people throwing these suggestions out here, saying, you do this. I don't think that's going to work. I don't think it, I'm like, you know what? My services are no longer helpful for you. You can complete it. No, well, you're supposed to. No, I don't have to do a damn thing. I've already accepted the worst. And the worst is you hate me forever. And I ultimately end up leaving anyway. So what the hell? And you know what? I said, <sighs> okay. What's the cure for this? Laugh. That's right. I began to laugh. I said, what's the fastest way I could break out of this state of mind? Because you know what? When I was sitting there, I was like feeling this tingling in my body. And I was like, you know what? I wasn't developing a headache, but I was like, you know what? Arsenio, chill. There's nothing to even worry about. Because in the end, of course, it's going to be a success. Here these people are. And it's funny because after everything is all said and done, I'm going to be like, uh, <clears throat> yeah, success. That was a huge success. And they're going to be like, well, uh, shut up. Stop. Stop. Miss Doom and Gloomin. That person is always sick, too. Oh, I wonder why. Guys, five minutes of laughing. This mental and physical exercise can free yourself from all negative tendencies which are applied from suggestion or which you're encountering at that specific moment. Believe me. And you know what? Imply it. And if you guys are like, well, what am I supposed to watch? Watch Hodge Twins. Hodge Twins. I know you guys probably ain't going to like it because they're very degrading this and that, but they say some ridiculous things. Laugh for the sake of laughing with them. Don't laugh at the, Oh, my God. I can't believe he said that. Who cares? Just laugh. Why, uh, uh, what about nephew Tommy? His prank phone calls are insane. How about Martin, the show back in 1992 to 1995? How about the bloopers of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Um, there's a lot of things that you could put on YouTube and laugh about. And if you guys don't know what to laugh about, just, just say, hey, you know what? Can you give me some recommendations? I'll send things to you. 
But you know what? A lot of suggestions and a lot of head trash is out there every day. And if you allow it to seep into your mind, it will control you. And once it controls you, it's very difficult to get off that frequency. So this is a nice little excerpt he wrote in that particular chapter, of course, in terms of cooperation. I wrote it in the title because I was like, oh, you know what? This is going to be something that I need to write in the title because a lot of people are going to be like, well, this isn't about cooperation. Maybe. I don't know. No one's ever actually said that. But just saying, I hope you guys enjoyed this bad boy. Please let me know what you think. Like it. Share it. Thank you so much for all of you guys, all my supporters, all my tribe members, so many different people around. Oh, my God. Oh, huge shout out to freaking Malta and Uzbekistan. I I never thought in 100 years I would get people listening to me from Uzbekistan and Malta. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to everyone out there. Thank you so much for your support and stay tuned for the next podcast. And until then, baby, have a wonderful morning afternoon. Did even if pre-recorded podcasts are coming for the next three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll possibly be live again on Monday. So stay tuned for that, baby. Have I've already said that. This is your host, Arsenio. Over and out. <laughs>